Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast. My name is Yuri Mello. I will be your host as I guide you through the most valuable and relevant emotional and psychological ideas. Ideas that will transform your perspective and enhance your personal life and relationships. Let's do this. Welcome to episode number 11. It's Judgment Week. It's here, folks. Wow, look at you. You are here again. I'm so proud of you for taking the time to invest in yourself, in your own understanding, in your own wisdom. It's such a gift for you, and it's honestly a gift to others. Now, today we're going to be talking about judging, and I think judging gets a bad rap. I got to be honest with you right now. Right? When we talk about someone judging, right, there's usually a negative connotation that's associated with the word. But honestly, people, I don't believe it needs to be there. Judging is really a neutral word. I can judge compassionately, mercifully, positively, wisely, and logically. And yet when we talk about judging, we mostly think about judging prematurely or getting it wrong, or judging others in a negative life light. Yes, it's certainly true that we have a tendency to be premature and incorrect judges. But the purpose of this simple episode is to open the door for you to judge well and wisely in this life. In fact, I believe that learning to judge is one of the purposes of life. So, I want you to judge, and I want you to do so wisely, and this episode will help you to do exactly that. The reality is that we have to judge. The problem is that our brains love to judge quickly. Now, why does the brain judge so quickly? Well, remember that your brain is an instrument of survival and protection, Quick judgment allows you to make quick assessments of present circumstances and people, and then based on general rules, probably from your past, and a quick prediction of the future, right, which is really a generalization of the past, the brain sends out the message, danger, you're about to get hurt, watch out, this is going to be trouble, he's lying, she's mad, he's happy, she can't be trusted, he's ugly, she's fat, people are talking bad about you, I'm never going to make it, she's stupid, he's dead wrong, and I'm right. It's one of the brain's primary jobs. What I want you to do is to become a mindful judge instead of a brainful judge. Becoming a mindful judge involves three simple steps. Number one, learn to suspend your judgment. Now, I may have told you this story, but if I haven't, I'm going to tell it to you again because I love it so very much. It's a simple story of a farmer, but it's a wonderful example of how to suspend one's judgment. The story is told, of course, it's a parable, but of a farmer, and he owned a small farm. And he only lived there with his son and his one horse. And one day, his one horse runs away. And the neighbors come over and say, Oh my gosh, what terrible luck. Your one horse, he ran away. And the farmer says, Maybe. 
Three days later, this wild bat, this wild horse comes back and brings with it three wild horses. And the neighbors, of course, come right back over. They say, oh my gosh, what wonderful luck. What wonderful fortune. And the farmer says, maybe. Three days later, his son is riding on one of these wild horses trying to break this horse. Well, he gets bucked off and breaks his leg. The neighbors come back over. Oh, what terrible luck. What terrible fortune. And the farmer says, good luck, bad luck. I don't know. Anyways, a week later, the Chinese army's coming through. They're gathering people. They're recruiting people, sending them to the front lines to battle. And they see this boy with a broken leg. And they say, well, we can't take him. He's got a broken leg, right? Well, the neighbors come back over. Oh, what wonderful luck. What great fortune. And the farmer says, maybe. Now, the wisdom of this farmer, right, I guess in contrast with perhaps the rush to judgment that the neighbor showed, right, is that he was able to give things time instead of jumping to that quick judgment, good luck, bad luck, fortune, misfortune, right, this farmer was willing to allow things to work themselves out and to reveal themselves a little bit. And that's what this suspending judgment is all about, right? We need to recognize that your brain is going to send you very quick messages about what something is or isn't. But this new mindful ability that you're going to develop today, right? will allow you to view that assessment not as a mandate or a commandment or as something that is absolutely accurate, but as instead as something that can be considered. The brain is a gift, but sometimes, and sometimes those quick judgments will save our lives, but other times they're based on old, inaccurate ideologies and the brain will make our lives an insecure, miserable, and scary place to live in. We must stop this pattern by creating some space between you and the judgments that arrive at your thoughts and feelings. Answer those thoughts and feelings with a humble maybe, and then move on to step two, right, which I'm going to tell you in a minute. It can be a little challenging and overwhelming to question every judgment that the brain makes. And yet what you'll find is that a lot of the judgments that your brain will make will just fizzle away as new information manifests itself to you. This will be a new pattern for most of you. It was for me. You are learning a new pattern of interaction with your brain, with your thoughts, with your feelings, which will have a dramatic impact on the quality of your consciousness and your life. So on to tool number two. So one is suspend your, suspend your judgment. And number two is gather information. As we recognize the brain's tendency to make these quick assessments, right? These judgments that are based on old information and to assume that they are the absolute about what is happening in the present and what will happen in the future, we will learn, right, to set that information in a maybe box and then begin the process of either gathering more information to make a more accurate 
and wise judgment or simply to withhold the judgment altogether if there isn't enough information. Remember that our judgments are made through very thick lenses. Remember that the brainful perspective is much like the donkey who's walking around with blinders and whose view of the world is incomplete. Gathering information is the step in which you symbolically and deliberately remove the blinders from your eyes and expand your perspective. I fully believe that as you become the larger perspective, that as, as the larger perspective becomes manifest in you, that you will become more compassionate, more understanding, more loving, more hopeful, more patient. Gathering information is a patient process. And in this sense, patience is indeed divine as we move away from the primitive urges to the more mindful and divine perspective. As you gather information to do so humbly, if you're making judgments about what others are thinking and feeling, accept that you are most likely wrong 99% of the time. Use these questions just as a simple guide to you. I always ask myself these things. I say, what am I missing? And what else can this mean? When I find myself lost in my judgment, rushing to my judgment, right? Running scenarios through my mind about what this is and what this means and what this person meant and why are they this way? I always ask the question, geez, Yuri, like, what are you missing here? What else can this mean? Number two, as I'm gathering your information, right, I ask the question, what information is most helpful to me? And how can I use this information to lift and encourage, even if it's just to lift myself out of the gutter of my old judgments? In a way, you're going to teach your brain a new way to judge and to gather information. Instead of always judging from the perspective of someone is trying to get us or something bad is coming, we're going to teach the brain to judge from the place of what do I need to know to help and contribute. And then, of course, the final step, step one, once again, is suspend your judgment. Number two is gather more information. Number three then becomes make a wise and helpful judgment. Jesus taught his disciples that with what judgment ye judge, ye shall be judged. And with what measure ye met, it shall be measured to you again. The real goal of this chapter is to learn to judge in a good, righteous, honorable, and compassionate way. I understand what your brain is going to do. Mine does the same thing. But as you use these simple steps, right, you will be able to deal with reality and find yourself deliberately responding to situations instead of irrationally, sometimes, irrationally reacting to situations, which is what we end up doing, especially when we become passionate, especially when anger is in the scene, especially when insecurity and fear, boy, we make super quick judgments. And that's what I want to help you to do is to slow those down so that we can be effective, encouraging, helpful, instead of always falling back into these old patterns, old ideas, old fears, old trauma of responding. 
as you fully accept how difficult it is to make complete and accurate judgments, we will naturally become more patient. As you will initially suspend your judgment and then engage in gathering that information so that you can make those wiser, more helpful judgments. Don't judge from a place of, how am I being victimized? But instead, let's judge from a place of, how can I be of assistance to myself, to others? As you utilize these tools, you'll find that your judgments about yourself and others will become gentler. As you recognize your own brainful judgments as quick, fear-laden, and incomplete assessments, you will open yourself to new revelatory insight about yourself, others, and circumstances. This insight will bring you to an internal sense of acceptance and peace and bring you away from the insecurity toward confidence. It will awake you out of the stone-throwing zombie apocalypse fear that the brain can originate and instead point you, point you toward a perfect brightness of hope. My hope is that you will learn to judge well, and whether it is that you're dealing in your marriage, whether it is with your spouse, whether it is with your children, whether it is walking into a room, remember this that probably more than half, 70, 80, 90% of the stuff that you think people are judging is really revealing your own judgments, your own beliefs. Your judgments are less about what you're seeing out there and more about your own personal ideology about yourself, others, and the world around you. I hope this has been useful to you. I hope that you go out there and judge but do so compassionately, helpfully. Is that it? I'm not even sure if that's a word. But do it anyways. And I hope you have just a wonderful week and utilize this tool for the remainder of your life and become better and better at better at suspending the initial judgment and becoming more responsive with yourself and with everyone around you. I wish you luck and I hope you have a wonderful week. Bye-bye. 